KC Covers Country. We've got a new biopic coming out this year about Elvis Presley. We've talked about this before. Yeah, who's playing Elvis? Austin Butler. Austin, okay. No idea who that is. Okay. Last night, I also kind of got into a rabbit hole of not only this movie, but Elvis himself. I was like, who's playing Priscilla? Who's playing this? Who's doing that? And I'm really interested because I think this movie is going to be pretty good. At least I hope so, because you can't really go and make a bad biopic about Elvis. Like, that's a pretty bad look on you. Plus, it's from, uh, I do know who Baz Luhrmann is, and he's producing it, which you probably don't know who that is. I know the name. He's the guy that did the wear sunscreen uh, graduation speech. I think it was like in the, the late 90s. I know this. I know this name. I have to. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, to get to the country stuff part, I found out yesterday that Casey Musgraves is actually going to be the one singing this, I mean, iconic track on the so- on the movie. People saying a lot of things. She's dividing this nation. Of course, you gotta listen to the people that you love. I'm curious as to how much of the soundtrack she's doing, or if it's just this song. You gotta listen to yourself. know it's like super like it's chilling ominous haunting but very cool at the same time because it's casey musgraves she posted that little clip and she said some things are just meant to be reimagining one of the most iconic songs in history has been an honor and an adventure and it's one of those songs that will always stand the test of time the flashes and the trends one that feels like there couldn't possibly have been a time when it didn't exist and i thought that was a pretty good way to describe it sometimes i feel like casey musgraves like fashion is from the elvis era it is she a lot of her stuff is totally inspired by like the priscilla looks back in the day especially early casey if you remember back that far Anyway, I'm going to post more about this to the Facebook page so you can see it there and the Instagram as well. Follow us at 923WIL and let us know if you're also excited to see this movie because I think it's going to turn out really well. They should have had Casey play Priscilla, honestly. I think that would have been good. Officially, 17 years ago, Carrie Underwood won American Idol. Can you believe it was that long ago? I I don't like you reminding me how long ago that was. How old you are? Yeah, Yeah, I know. I remember watching that on TV. She was only 22. Yeah. That's insane. I remember watching that on TV. Yeah. It was a big moment. I feel like that was uh, that was in the pinnacle of American Idol. Uh, yeah, I think so too. I really think she was the best of the best in that era of American Idol. I don't think, other than her and Kelly Clarkson, I mean, those are the biggest stars it produced, right? Ruben Stuttered. Clay Aiken. Okay. (laughs) You would be a Clay fan. Anyway, so Carrie's just released a couple of pictures from her American Idol journal that she wrote in leading through like the entire journey, but especially on the night that she won. Yeah. Imagine Carrie Underwood just wins American Idol, goes back to her hotel room and writes in a notebook. Yeah. I don't know. It kind of does feel Carrie-ish. Now now what you do is you hop online and live stream. I just yeah. remember seeing Leah Marlene, who's uh, was on American Idol from my hometown, and she like hopped on a live stream afterwards and was like, "I guess that's that's the new form of journaling." Yeah, just speaking to your fans directly. I'm gonna read some of it that she posted. She says, "It came down to the final moment. Ryan had the gold card in his hand. Oh, but wait, I forgot to mention." 
they gave us two free identical 2005 convertible Mustangs. 2005. (laughs) (laughs) So how cool is that? Anyway, back to the story. It was a big moment. I took a look at the crowd. I let it sink in. Ryan said something like... The winner of American Idol 2005 is... Carrie Underwood! And the crowd went wild. I immediately started crying because it was such a beautiful moment. All the other contestants were there to hug me. I cried the whole time. And then they made me sing. I blubbered my whole way through. Yeah. I loved how... I, I don't know if they still do that because I haven't watched American Idol in a little bit. but they Make them sing? Make them sing no, I after bet they you do. win. Yeah. Which is so rude if you think about it. <laughs> like you think they're in a state to do that right now? Yeah. Yeah. Or the loser? Yeah. I remember Kelly Clarkson doing that too. The first... The very first American Idol. I also remember like it being an event. Like it was a thing yeah. that my wife and I would sit... We'd have Hamburger Helper. We'd watch American Idol. It was a thing. And I, I miss those days. Well, I mean, it's still on. I know, but Luke I Bryan's just, a host. I just feel like these are all like, they're almost plucked now. You know what I mean? A lot of these people have had music label experience yeah. or they, they're super talented already. You already know them. They're being put in that scenario. They're not yeah. like grabbing Carrie Underwood off a farm in Oklahoma anymore. Exactly. She didn't drive to St. Louis with her mom, you know, for a road trip to try out for American Idol. It's, I don't know. It just doesn't well, happen like did, that anymore. But other people don't anymore. Exactly. We know that we saw Dan and Shay here in St. Louis at Bush Stadium with Kenny Chesney on May 7th. They both waved to me. That was a pretty proud moment. (laughs) It was a ton of fun. And, you know, these artists, when they're on tour, of course, they're super busy while they're playing. But there's a lot of downtime, you know, getting from city to city, sitting on a tour bus, you Mm -hmm. know? Yeah. So they're on the tour bus and they're like, let's write a song. Let's do what Dan and Shay do. And they wrote one completely inspired by Kenny Chesney songs. It's hard not to be inspired when you're at a Kenny Chesney show. Yeah. I feel like that night, I still feel the energy from that night. It's crazy. It was amazing. So I'll play you just a little bit of what the chorus is of their song that they wrote about Kenny Chesney. Every word and every line, I swear I've heard him a million times. And just like him, it stops me in my tracks. Singing, I go back. Back to that first week in Myrtle Beach. Back to that summer we turned 19. Back to the back of that ragtop jeep with a girl I thought I loved. So they take Kenny Chesney lyrics, but then make them Dan and Shay. Like their connection with Myrtle Beach. Their first ever hit was Summer of 19, You and Me. So that summer I turned 19. That's awesome. So I really like the way that they took Kenny's iconic hits and sort of put themselves in them the way that we all kind of do anyway. Yeah, it's a different take on the whole we're going to associate country lyrics from other songs in our song because it's been done so many times. It's such a trend lately. I like this connection. That's good. Yeah, I like this one a lot. I don't know when it will officially come out or be released, but hopefully sometime within the summer because I think it would be really fun if they played that as a fully produced song during their set on the Kenny Chesney tour. That'd be so awesome. Yeah. You can see that video on our Instagram or our Facebook page. Follow us at 923WIL for all the country stuff every day. And Dan and Shay are pretty great. So go check out this video. Yes. 923, hello. Hello, hello. It's Priscilla. Hey, girl. Priscilla Block on the phone. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Are you a morning person? Um, no, but, you know, I work on it every day. It's a battle every day. 
I feel like uh, a lot of artists, you know, you, you don't really tend to wake up until 10, 11, noon, 1, whatever that happens to be because you work such late nights. But uh, for these radio interviews, you got to get up early sometimes, right? Yeah, up and at them, you know, have a couple cups of coffee and we're rolling. So ever since we saw you last summer, you opened up for Dirks here in St. Louis. It's, it feels like your career has absolutely blown up out of nowhere. It's it's really happened. How has this past year been for you? It's been unreal, you know. I mean, this is everything that I wanted to do since I was little. I mean, I've been in Nashville for about eight years, and it's crazy that, um, you know, 2020 was the year that kind of did it all for me, you know, and it's just been awesome being able to get out on the road and seeing the fans and just seeing like how many people um like are believers in me it's it's really special is there any kind of metaphor that you can kind of draw from the fact that there's so (laughs) many people in 2020 that were down and out and that was the year that you kind of took it upon yourself to make this thing go yeah it's it's weird it's like the whole idea that like you literally never know what's around the corner because it was the worst year of my life too it was like the worst year of my life and the best year of my life I mean I was four months behind on my rent I moved into a house that didn't even have working AC I had a window unit right by my bed and I wrote just about over you when I was down and out with COVID literally I could have not shown up and I could have been like you know what life's falling apart but I like pushed through and literally my life changed right after that song. And it's just, it's crazy because it's like, you really don't know what, what tomorrow is going to bring. Do you recommend moving to Nashville right after high school? If you've got dreams and aspirations to be in the music industry? I, I do. I, that was me. I mean, I, I didn't know one person when I moved to Nashville, I packed my bags right out of high school and hit the road. And there's hard years and, and this thing's hard, but it's like, that will show you how bad you really want it. I, I don't know. I think that there's something about being in Nashville and networking and, um, that was really helpful to my career. It's, it's interesting because it did happen a lot over social media, but there is something about getting, getting in the community and songwriting and, and going to writers rounds. And for me, I, I really, I think it's, I encourage anybody that has this dream to, to move to Nashville and, and give it a shot. So last time that you were here, I can't help but remember during your set, you had a little medley of music that came from the best year in country music ever, the year you and I were born, 1995. <laughs> and I was wondering if you have any covers or any sort of medleys like that coming up that we're going to see whenever we see you on Friday night at Delmar Hall. Oh, yeah. We love to do the 95 mashup. So I'll definitely, well, I'll play that one for you. Um, but yeah, we, we like to throw in a couple covers. Who's your, do you have a favorite person in the country music industry, artist or not? Ooh, that's a hard question. I mean, I've got some of my favorite artists that, um, you know, have let me obviously like Dirk's playing that show. Like he's truly one of the nicest guys I think I've ever met. Um, Dirk, John Party's awesome. Like, I, I, there's so many amazing people. Um, and, and especially being a new artist like myself, when you see people kind of just reach out their arm and be like, Hey, like, I want to help you. Like, you really see how, how awesome people, people are.
would you say it's hard? Because I, as I'm thinking this question through now, I, it's hard for me to say, is there any like country artists that are best friends or like good friends with each other? Because you guys are always on different schedules. It's got to be hard to even meet up with people other than award shows and like CMA Fest, right? I know. I bet. I love whenever I get to see, you know, anybody that I know in the industry. But it, yeah, I bet none of my like best friends are artists. It's kind of weird because a lot of my my group of people and my songwriter friends and stuff like that have been my band for the past six years and just people that I've just met in Nashville. But it's cool. Like, I'll run in, like, me and Lainey, you know, we have a really good close relationship and like we'll run into each other at the airport and like hug each other and we're like oh my gosh why do we see each other more at the airport than we do in nashville so yeah always passing each other in in transit right in the night yep (laughs) exactly well we're so excited to see you here at delmar hall june 3rd that's this friday have a safe trip to st louis when you're on your way Thank you so much. I'm so excited. So, Kenny Chesney, we saw him here on May 7th at Bush Stadium. So much fun. But we had he, a blast. Yeah. Ju- he just had a show in Nashville. The same show. Except, you know, there's a little bit more. There's got to be more pressure on that one because it's Nashville. Because, you know, all the other artists from around are going to be there watching. Uh-huh. All the labels are going to be there watching. All of the people that come to Nashville for great country music are there to check it out. It just has a higher standard, I think. Oh, for sure, yeah. And it, it's a bigger because they did this at uh, where the where the Titans play, right? So Yeah, Nissan Stadium. Yeah, it's a bigger venue. He did surprise everybody when he told the crowd, "I grew up in East Tennessee." And somebody else also grew up in East Tennessee. We drove down the same roads. We went a lot of the same places. We listened to the same radio station. And we listened to a lot of people tell us that our dreams couldn't come true. And he was talking about Kelsey Ballerini. And he invited her up onto stage so that she could sing her song, Half of My Hometown, which is also, you know, his hometown. And he has, he does the harmonies in that song. Man, no pressure, right? Walking out on stage, 70,000 people. Oh my Looking gosh. at you. I mean, Kelsey's definitely made an awesome name for herself within this industry, but I think having Kenny validate you in that way, like yeah. he trusts you to come out on stage with him. Yeah. That's a big deal. What happens if Kenny Chesney invites Casey out on stage? Say you can sing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and you're not necessarily used to that big of a show. Are you able to deliver? Do you just kind of have to say, well, the show must go on. I'm out here. The Let's show, go. In my head, yes. The show must go on. You got to do it. Even if it's not bad, you got to fake it and pretend yeah. that you're making it. That's a lot of people. It is a lot of I people. I feel like the most people I've ever talked to on stage is Jingle Fest. And that's like, what, 15? Yeah. But you know when you're up there, it just feels like one big blob. It yeah. doesn't necessarily feel like that many. That's true. That's that's true. They took a selfie together afterwards, and I feel like that's where you see their real friendship because you never know when it comes to these sort of collaborations if it's just a work relationship or if it is a friendship. But he posted a picture of the two of them, and he said, being here in Nashville where so many dreams can come true, seeing Kelsey on the verge of making the same kind of mark that I did made me realize how strong this connection is. It's not just the hooks or the guitar riffs. It's one massive heart that we all share. And to have that is the greatest gift and the greatest reason for doing what I do. It's got to be cool to, to grow up in that same area, right? She's right. been She's been trying to look up to him. 
She's been his, trying to nod to him for a long time. She's been trying to look up to him, but it's really hard with their height difference. So. Okay, <laughs> on that note. Sorry. We got a funny guy in the studio on a Wednesday. Blake Shelton celebrated Memorial Day weekend at the Indy 500. He was Grand Marshal. Kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. He had the honor of giving the customary pre-race command for drivers to take their cars. And also... He has a cool friendship with Jimmy Johnson that I didn't know existed. I'll tell you about that, though. Time Grammy award-winning singer, songwriter, and television personality. Here he is, Blake Shelton. It's an honor to be here, everybody. I don't know about y'all, but I can't take it anymore. Drivers, to your cars! (laughs) Something super cool that happened. Jamie Johnson, or Jamie, that's a country artist. <laughs> Jamie Johnson saved some spot on his helmet and included a photo of Blake's late dad and brother. Yeah. That was so nice and unique. And the photo's on our Facebook page if you haven't seen it. Yeah, I remember of all people, my mother-in-law was telling me about this. She was like, you got to see this helmet that he, that Blake Shelton and Jimmy Johnson collaborated on. It's amazing. You got to say it. And my, my mother-in-law, who's probably never watched the Indy 500 in her life, knew about <laughs> <Right>. it. So <laughs> Exactly. So very cool. When I saw this, I knew I wanted to talk about it. And, uh, you know, country fans, big NASCAR demographic there. Oh, yeah. We know Chris Jansen. We love Chris Jansen. He's a great time, right? Energy. That's all I got. Nonstop energy, which also makes me feel like he must be the funnest dad. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I can only imagine him and his kids just running around his farm like (laughs) mad, like chickens with their heads cut off. Yep. In fact, the child that he brought with him to Jingle Fest, he calls his little rooster. I don't get, maybe it's because the kids got red hair. I would imagine that's exactly why. I was like, that's a strange thing to say, (laughs) (laughs) but okay. And um, Chris did a really cool thing with that son over Memorial Day weekend where he invited his son up onto stage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I'll show you the video now. Oh, wow. He just like hopped right up there. Kid runs up, takes the mic from his dad, jumps on top of a speaker. He is singing, dad's playing guitar and just absolutely stole the show. That's awesome. I can't imagine what it would be like if I sent my... uh my five-year-old Leo up there, he'd be like, no, no, I'll, nope. I'll be back here with mom. I can see Emerson, my seven-year-old, doing that, though. Yeah. Her and I have similar personalities. Yeah. Leo, I, not so much. I would say that she is yours, for sure. <laughs> but it must be so much fun for these kids to have a dad like Chris, or even, I always forget how different it must be growing up with a parent in this sort of industry. Yeah. Because you're just getting opportunities that other people don't. Like, that night, that kid had flown on a private jet to get here yeah. and then go back home to Nashville and sleep in his own bed that night yeah, yeah, at yeah. Jingle Fest. Also, shout out to Chris Jansen for just for bringing his kids along. You right. know, on, uh, when when they can, obviously, when it makes sense to do that, then he'll just bring them along because that, that makes things so much more difficult as a parent when you're like, okay, kids are coming along to work. Yeah. So good on him. That's awesome. So the video is on our Facebook page. Originally, Chris posted it to Twitter, though. So follow us. We are at 923WI. Casey covers country. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. 
Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.